Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between, welcome to Season 4, Episode 3 of Her Ice, a youth hockey hub podcast that focuses on the greatest game in the greatest state in the Union, the state of Minnesota. We've got a great show on tap for you today. We're going to do a little holiday hello, considering tomorrow's Thanksgiving. We'll roll through some of Tuesday night's eye poppers. We'll talk about a couple of gopher recruits flipping to rival Wisconsin. We'll go through pick'em results. We'll play news or noise. And we will name three players each that we believe have risen to the top of the Miss Hockey debate. Enjoy the show. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool, all about the bouncing master. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget. Used to keep it cool. Hi, Tony. How are you doing, Peter? I'm great. I'm ready for ready for the holiday. I also noticed that the uh, the pre recorded intro music doesn't have the pa 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 pa. Yeah, that's good. I kind of like the pa 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 pa. It's great. Just like your intro, where you said great six times. Did I say great? At least six times. Did I really? No, three or four. I'm just trying to be more like the boys. Great state of great of great of great of great. It's all right. It's okay. A great show on tap. Fine, I'll re-record it then. No, I'll re-record don't it. Re-record I'll be late for the first Gobbler game tonight because no. I'll be recording the freaking no, intro. It's you. It's who you are. You're great at what you do. Why do I get the feeling that you're mocking me? <laughs> <laughs> you mock me on 10 minutes all the time, so it's my turn to mock you back. Fine, we have an incredibly mediocre show for you today uh, on the eve of Thanksgiving. Tony, what are your big plans? Nothing, really. This, I is have, your, this is your favorite holiday. It is. I have all of my children in the house. So Jake from Iowa is back. He's from actually State working Farm. for us today. Uh, Olivia's back from the U all the way from 11 miles away. And Hadley's still here. So we'll have a full family day tomorrow. We're going to go on a family run tomorrow. <laughs> and then a uh, ton of food, a ton of football. <laughs> You're not going on a family run. Well, on. those they want to keep up with me, they, they got to. So oh my I got gosh. at least two of the family people to join me on the family run tomorrow. So, so you're one of those families now? You go for runs on Thanksgiving? It'll be fun. It'll be fun. So. Fun for who? The runners. Okay. You're stretching your going. shoulders. You Get don't have shoulders to run. Yeah, I do push-ups oh, before gosh. I run. Well, my family's and not, after. not going to run. We are going to. You turn me up. Uh, I can't. No, I can't. Hear you just well, turn I, it turned, down. I did turn it down because you were like an earworm. Sorry. No, that's much better. Inside my ear canal. Sorry. You can turn down your headphones. I already not tried the that. volume. Sorry. We're now we're having t- playing technical. We're not playing technical. Here. We're fine. All we're right, fine. Here we go. Let's talk some hockey. <laughs> Let's talk some hockey. What are you going to do? You asked me, but you didn't tell me what you're going to do. Uh, well, I was going to tell you. Doing like, are you doing multifamily? Are you doing multifamily? Because we're just no, nuclear we're, five. That's we're it. not a multifamily. It's going to be my mom, my dad, uh, my girlfriend, Laura, and then my... Three nieces, one nephew, my sister, and my sister's ex-husband. Isn't that the best? It is fun. He's he's like my brother. I've known him since I was five years old. He was always uh, super nice to me when I was a kid when he didn't have to be. So it'll be fun to have the whole family together. And That's cool. I was tasked with bringing sides and beer, which is the two things that I'm probably best at. So yeah. I went to Cassetta's last night and about $100 worth of uh, Pollo Arosto, which is like a roasted chicken pasta salad. Yeah, and I got a, good. a pound of tortellini with prosciutto. And then I got two Caesar salads and two Cassetta salads. That sounds delicious. I think my mother was hoping for sweet potatoes, but I went all out you on food that I actually want to eat. That's good. Um, this brother-in-law, right? right? Yeah, Tom. Uh, New Year's since five. I have a very similar story. My, my brother-in-law, I've known... S- He's the youngest. I've known him since he was 10. Hmm. So I've basically known him his entire life. It's fun to watch them grow up to you're old. You're adults. older than him, though, right? Yeah. he's Okay. He, I was 20, and he was 10. When oh. I so he's so, like the little brother. He's, well, he's, he's, the, little, he's the little brother I've ever had. That's youngest. right, because you're the baby. Yeah. And Tom's like the older brother that I never had. Yes. yes. All, all I have are sisters. That's right. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Anyway, now that we're done going through the complicated family family tree, all right, (laughs) let's get to last night's eye poppers. 
starting us off in Class A, Orono, South St. Paul. What? Why are you looking at well, me? Well, like I, I think, uh, do we get to talk about the one that wasn't on the iPopper list that I got we're gonna, called we're, out? We're going to get to that. We'll get we're to gonna, that later. I want to okay. s- see your shame. <laughs> There's going to be plenty of shame. shame. All right. Starting with Class A, Orono and South St. Paul, two teams that were in the top five preseason. Orono tops. South St. Paul three to nothing. Any surprises there? No, is Orono's now number one, aren't they? No, no. Orono's number two. W- Warroad's ahead of them. Oro yeah. Orono is number two, right behind Warroad. Yep. Uh Wyzetta and Benilde St. Margaret's. Really good game. Two to one Wyzetta over Benilde St. Margaret's. I thought that was gonna be like a two two tie. So it was close. That's classic Benilde though. Mm-hmm. Have they scored more? No. They haven't scored more than two goals in a game yet. And I'm sure Emma Peschel's got them all. I think she has four of the team's five goals. Something crazy like that. Sloan Matthews with both goals for the Trojans. A Northwest Suburban Conference. Always leaving the goalies out. So why would it? Why is that a goaltender? I mentioned her on the other show. Lavender. Annika Lavender. Yeah. Yeah, she's got all five wins for the Trojans. She had 30 saves last night. That's That's impressive. Surprised you brought up a goalie. Got some goalie love last night on Twitter too. Yeah, the uh, indomitable Jason Gregoire, Je- Jeremy, Jeremy, yeah, Jason's his brother. Both I, goal, I both are goaltenders. Both goaltenders. Uh, Blaine and Elk River, Elk River over the Bengals four to three in overtime. Are you surprised? Uh, no, because I think Haley Hansen did not play in that game. The Mankato State commit, so no, that doesn't surprise me. I thought that was the best game of the night on paper. It turned out to be about the fourth best game when it was all <laughs> said and done. There well, were some good ones last night. Yeah, one goal in each period for both teams, and it looks like Blaine has a solid goaltender behind Haley Hansen. Morgan Zank, 35 saves. That's a good game. On for 39 Morgan. shots, that's a pretty yeah. freaking good game. Yeah. All right, Maple Grove and Blake. Maple Grove tops Blake six to two. I uh, don't think either of us were surprised at that score. Maybe no. that Maple Grove got six goals. I didn't expect yeah. them to score that much, but uh, not surprised. It's at a the good win. win for Maple Grove, though. It is a good. Maple Grove has very quietly played well this year. Right. Okay. So six two. I think that's it. Uh, was that it? Was that was that all? No, there was, was one more eye popper. Is this where I come in with my what, bucket was there of another shame? One? I carry a bucket of shame in with me on this a one. A bucket, more like a basket. Basket of shame. Okay, so we list these eye poppers every game. Every when there's a cluster of games, we're not going to do six teamer eye poppers. But so there were games last night, and there was some discussion whether Edina and Rogers should be on there. And I said, you know what, Rogers has never done anything at girls high school hockey of note so why would we give them the ability to stand on our eye popper stage with Edina because I thought Edina was going to whip them well was I ever wrong and I am taking 100% responsibility for that and I apologize Rogers Um, that should have been an eye popper the end result of losing to the Hornets uh, the state champion for the last five years in overtime my hats off to you congratulations on a great 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 season i mean that's that that's a season making game for them say you're sorry i'm very sorry say you're sorry i'm sorry sorry to who sorry rogers i'll never do it again every game rogers plays this year it will be an eye popper you viciously that's that's a little bit you viciously attacked poor todd i did who thought edina and rogers was an eye popper he did and i said no I, la- I, I, I shrugged him off. Apologize to Todd. Now. Todd, I'm sorry. All right. I'll never do it again. Now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, I feel much better. So do I. About the emotional headspace. So I do mean, I. Right it now. was 100% me. It was no one else on the staff. <laughs> they we, all wanted Rogers, Edina, and I just, no. We, we are going to discuss that game a little further on. Sure. Down the line. But for right now, let's get into some recruiting drama. Is mm. this a trend? Is it hashtag trending? Go for recruits flipping to a rival program. The Wisconsin Badgers go. I boy, that's conspiracy. A great question. No, um, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot of moving parts. It's not just oh, uh, Vivian Jungles decommits from Minnesota. It's not that simple, right? Uh, the Gophers, for example, have a ton of players, not just in their program, but they have others coming back. You know, you're going to get Grace Sumwinkle back next year. It's a Brad. Uh, Frost has a lot of hockey players, and he's got to get a lot of pl- people playing time, and he's got to win, right? His job is to win games. Um, so 
I think it's a two-part uh, question, Peter. Number one, the first question is, is this a trend? Uh, the answer is no. I don't think Wisconsin's got much room left in, in their uh, cadre over in uh, Madison either. So I, don't, I think this will be the last time you'll ever see this for a couple of years. Number two, I think the more pressing question with the University of Minnesota is their recruiting. Right now, they have their, their junior class that they're bringing in um, is a couple, they have a couple nice players coming in uh, with with Josie Hemp and Ava Lindsay, but are they going to be able to attract the top blue chip players? Because I think St. Thomas right out of the gate took, went in and gobbled up a lot of players, and they're going to have a great year recruiting next year. I think the trend is that Minnesota is getting watered down by St. Thomas, and they're going to get watered down by Wisconsin, and I think. With the moving parts, with the jungles, there's the, one of the things that's the most interesting for me is all the combinations of sisters. You have the Wethington sisters, you have the Hemp sisters, you had you had the Jungle sisters, Zoomwinkle sisters, Zoomwinkle sisters. You know, there's a and now the Lindsay sisters. There's a lot of sisters in there, which makes this very very complicated. So we saw our first sister duo. I'm I'm assuming that that Tell Jungles will leave the University of Minnesota. Just a just a guess. It would right? be very strange if she stuck if she around stuck without around. her sister. Correct. Her. So my point is the sister thing works. It's like a double-edged sword, right? It helps because now you get these stud sisters coming in to bolster your recruiting. But at the same time, it could also backfire on you. And I think in this case, it may have backfired. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think Vivian... Obviously, a front runner for Miss Hockey, correct? A stud who has yep. her pick of the litter. Yeah, and it's not 2005 anymore. It's not Minnesota and a bunch of also rans. Minnesota currently ranked fourth in the country, and what does that say about the dominance of the program? Where you're looking at the rankings, thinking, "Wow, fourth in the country, it's a little low <laughs> for the Golden Gophers," or but, or or in some of that's that's really good. They're fourth in the country out of 40 teams. It's still not bad. But other states in the country have they haven't caught up to Minnesota in terms of producing players. high school girls players. Obviously, but you get a few good players from Missouri. The East Coast schools are growing some nice uh, cabbage patch kids over there. The West Coast will throw out a couple of studs. Oh, we saw it last summer in our girls tournament. Well, and how then, many good players are out there? Oh, and that's how you get teams like a, a Wisconsin is a team that's kind of been on the rise lately. Ohio State, a Midwestern school that that's is the one that piecing together a quality roster. Literally, Ohio State has jumped ahead of Minnesota in just about every game. They're they're better than them in every way possible, and they've done a nice job here in Minnesota grabbing some great Minnesota players. You see them all the time, like. Uh, What's the girl's name from Blaine Abbey? She's doing really well. Liz Shepherds is doing really well there at, at Ohio State. Gabby Rosenthal. Rosenthal. Gabby, sorry, Rosenthal. She's done really well there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got probably, if not the best, one of the top three defense defenders. I hate saying defensemen about girls. Yeah. Defenders in the state in Emma Peschel. So they've done a really good job at recruiting all over the country. And sometimes it comes down to money, too. I mean, with with Ohio State, you're not just getting a solid women's hockey program. You're getting one of the richest athletic departments in the country. Yes. So for some players, it's not all about where do I want to go for my college hockey experience. It's where can I go, be on the team, and still get all the benefits of being at a premier Big Ten institution, Penn State, Ohio State. Wouldn't it be nice to, I think I mentioned this two weeks ago, wouldn't it be nice to be on the team and still get to go to Happy Valley on a Saturday night and be a part of the whiteout? Yeah, it's crazy, though. You know, a lot of these these athletes, you know, the men and women, they don't get a lot of access to that because they're playing themselves. You know, practice starts in in late September, and uh, we had a tailgate party uh, in August, and we we had a lot of the uh, gopher men's athletes at the party. Like, oh, this is going to be fun all year long. We're going to, you know, you're going to stop by at our our tailgate parties. Haven't seen them since. And it's not because they (laughs) haven't wanted to come, but they've been on the road. They've been having games. So a lot of the stuff that happens in the fall is pretty much hit and miss for those athletes they're they're on the road themselves. They're mm-hmm. playing at St. Thomas. They're playing, you know, or they have home games themselves. So, a lot of that glamour and glitz of that collegiate lifestyle is not there for these for these college athletes. But would you rather turn on ESPN and see your school competing on the biggest college athletic stage, or would you rather turn on ESPN and see Minnesota playing in like the Gator Bowl or something? 
Are you saying the Minnesota football team? How did this get to Minnesota football? Because it's all part of the package. Yeah, Don't I you want to? I suppose you I get see to what see you're your school in the bright well, I mean, spotlight. It, I would say that the Gophers did win a New Year's Day game over a top five team in the country. Um, two I years mean, ago, so my, my point wasn't about beat Auburn. My so point wasn't were. about quality football programs. It, it was about the experience of spotlight. Yeah, at I, a certain institution. I agree with that. Uh, Vivian Jungles will also have a chance to automatically compete for a top four slot. At Wisconsin, they have, out of their eight defenders on the roster, they've got four seniors or fifth years. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how bad Coach Mark Johnson would feel about telling a senior, hey, you've had four years here, and this incoming freshman's a better player. Yeah, I wonder if they have any Olympians on their team. I don't, I don't, I don't know that. Ooh. I don't have that in my head. A lot. I have a lot of these little things in my head. That's not <laughs> one that I have in my head. Who are kids that are going back to school? Zumwinkle is one of the few that I can think of that are, That's you know, go back. having an Olympic year. And she'd go back. I would. Where's she gonna go? I mean, it's not like there's a multi-million dollar contract, contract waiting for her there. I know. suppose unless and wanna... she'll get a chance to play with her sister, which I think would be neat. So yeah. What Wisconsin does do is recruit Minnesota pretty heavily for defense. Grace Bolby, Mason Toft, Katie Kotlowski, uh, Sophie Helgeson. So. Katie Kotlowski's from Wisconsin. Just well, she's listed as from Warro, Minnesota good, on the Wisconsin roster. I think she lived in Eau Claire her whole life and then moved when she was 15 or 16 <laughs> to Warro. So. Of course you Whatever. Uh, the other notable former Gopher commit to flip to Wisconsin, this one might just be uh, two parties deciding to go their separate ways before anything was signed on the dotted line. Claire Enright, yep. who committed to Minnesota very early in her prep career. Yeah, it was in the pre-recruiting, early recruiting days. I think she committed as like an eighth grader. Maybe ninth, maybe. An eighth yeah. or ninth grader, and now she is also committed to Wisconsin. Wisconsin. That's yep. a big story. I mean, it really is. When you talk about two Miss Hockey finalists, those two are locked to be Miss Hockey finalists. Yep. You know, flipping from Minnesota to Wisconsin, it's a big deal. Yeah, and I mean, pawing through the Wisconsin coaching staff, no names jump out at me that um, would say, yeah, there's an automatic tie from Edina to the Wisconsin program. Kind of right. like how uh, when Strobel took over the men's program, you thought, okay, Strobel has coached how many of these new Wisconsin commits as youth players, but I don't see any connection like that on the women's side. For me, it's interesting, uh, the, this Minnesota-Wisconsin discussion, it's interesting uh, Joel Johnson is left out of this discussion. You know, he left Minnesota and started just scooping up player after player after player. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of this, you know, because he's getting the best. He's getting a lot of the best, if not the best, players out of Minnesota right away in this junior class. Um, to me, that's the biggest part of this equation is how well St. Thomas has done in the recruiting in their first year of four-year scholar-athlete recruitment i think yeah. it's fantastic you know it's great it's going to make it's going to make his ex-boss brad frost and natalie darwitz really work their tails off in the recruiting trail in the next 18 months yeah, i actually had a high school coach mention natalie darwitz to me yesterday when i was asking if he had any uh theories about the the jungles decommit and commit to wisconsin and he said well having natalie darwitz there is certainly a plus she's she's going to help with recruiting uh just in this case, I guess they just couldn't hang on to her. Yeah, Natalie's, uh, you know, she comes off as, as, as you know, really good coach. You know, you know, one of the best players of all time, Mount Rushmore, yeah. as a Minnesota player. But she's a tough coach. She's a very tough oh, coach. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and she won't settle for this. Isn't uh, go, when you go to the University of Minnesota, it's not going to be Disneyland. It's going to be they're going to they're going to give them an eighteen months to get their recruiting under control, they're going to have a great program once again. And also, once again, they're ranked number four in the country. Yeah. The sky is not falling in dinky time. No, no. But that's no. not what gets us clicks, Anthony. No, it's not. Anthony, it's we got we got to pretend that the sky is falling. I know. All right. Can, speaking of clicks and picks, let's move into our pick'em results from last week. I thought we did okay. We did. We finished with the we same two record. Ties, so, so two, two ties, though. So two ties kill us. Ties do, like, walks will haunt. Ties will haunt. Uh, We both go 2-1-2. Out of five games. Out of five games. So, in theory, we were 80% right, or we were 40% right. Where does that math come in? Well, you weren't wrong. I guess not wrong. They tied. But who picks picks a tie? I know, you just got to throw those out. So, we were two out of three. 
And we actually were, were different on one. Which one? I had Brainerd. I had Minnetonka. You had Brainerd, which is still the silliest <laughs> pick of the year. No that offense, was Brainerd. Love Brainerd, Little Falls, but that was the swing, wasn't it? That was the that was swing. the last you just one. Handed that to so, me. Thank you very or, much. Orono, Proctor, Hermantown. You took Proctor, Hermantown. I took Orono. I get the win in that one. I went home ice. You went home ice, idiot. Yeah. Uh, Warroad, Benilde, Saint. I'm sorry, I said that it's the holiday edition. Okay. It's okay. Warroad, Benilde, St. Margaret's. I took Warroad. You took Benilde. They ended up in a tie. Uh, Centennial, Spring Lake Park, and Roseau. We both took Centennial. Both picked up the win there. Holy Family, Maple Grove. We both took Holy Family. Ended up in a tie. tie. And, uh, and Maddie Kaiser did score in that game. She did. Brainerd, Minnetonka, you take the win, and I take the loss. That's what I get for betting on Brainerd Little Falls. Yep. Nice try. Gosh darn it. Nice try. Yeah, we'll keep a running tally, and we'll see who's on top at the end. Well, some of your picks, you just hand them to me. I mean, well, I want to. I want to spice it up. I lose. Bit. I like seasoning on my food. I don't okay. Want all right. All right, Mister Stuffing. Unseasoned chicken breast. All right. What's next? <laughs> News or noise? All right. Which I I'm it. absolutely ripping off from some other show. I like it. I'm d- I don't know. Noise. I thought it was pretty creative. Do you guys do that on the boys' show? Is it news or noise? Mm-mm. Or is that a PTI segment? Must be a PTI segment. Well, if I'm stealing it. from Mike Wilbon, I'm stealing oh. from the best. So. Yeah. Edina Rogers. Now, this is where we get into Hornets. This is good. Royals. This is a good question. Overtime for Edina Rogers. Is this more about Rogers being a quality team that's under the radar or about Edina having holes in its lineup? I th- or in its I'm going to quote Brianna here because she was at the game. She two 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 takes from Brianna that I took away from her. She said, "You know what? Actually, there were times in the late in the, in the third period where Edina or Rogers was taking it to Edina." She did, however, come back to say that, that, you know, I think at the end of the day, I think if you play this game in six weeks, Edina beats Rogers by five or six goals. That's so she sees astute. the she sees the. Edina's still a little rusty. I mean, they've played two soft, soft games uh, yeah. up in Duluth. So I, I think this is the first time they had to play against someone who, was, who could skate. Uh, Rogers, you know, why are we surprised? I mean, Rogers, fifth, Anoka Rogers, which mostly Rogers girls, was made up of their 15A teams the last couple of years have been very competitive. Mm-hmm. We should not be surprised by their success. But we just, as high school hockey writers and broadcasters, we just haven't seen success out of Rogers, and now they're officially here. Well, and it's always a question of how fast are those 15A players going to adapt to yeah. varsity hockey. It's a totally, totally different animal. Right. Um, Rogers did, in fact, outshoot Edina 33 to 32. So if you looked at that, if you looked at the score and you thought, okay, well, Edina outshot him 50 to 10, and right. the Rogers goalie stood on her head, no, 33 32 Rogers. You know what I said on the phone yesterday? This is um, probably the cockiest thing I could say about Edina. <laughs> well, one of the someone said, "Well, Uma won't even play in that game," mm. and I said, "Uma's going for a state record in shutouts. This is going to be one of her shutouts." Well, little did I know, I was way off, mm-hmm. and I like I I've already apologized to the Rogers team and their coaches, staff, <laughs> families, grandparents. Apologize to the uncles, mayor. dogs, cats, every Rogers fan out there. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, Thirty-one saves for Uma. Yes. Yeah, dueling with uh, Lauren Larson. Okay, so in six weeks, Edina should look like Edina. That's what we think. Fair enough. All right. I got another tidbit here for you. Well, hit me. Hit me Uh, with the tidbit. I love tidbits. Andover and Edina will play a before hockey day if they win their first round games in the, uh, I think it's the Walzer Cup or Tradition Cup or whatever they play. I think it's Walzer. Walzer Cup. uh, They're both in that? They're both in it, and they're both on the same side of the bracket for the semifinals. So the championship game is going to be the semifinal game which they'll play against one another on that second day. The problem is that tournament's played right during the thick of all our other yeah. p- our paid programming, our Dangle Fest Girls program and our Hockey for Life program. So well, I was just about to say. One I of mean, us is going to sneak over that game. I promise you eventually. one of us will be there. Or Brianna will go. She just doesn't, yeah. doesn't know it yet. Right. Uh, next in news or noise, Rosemount. 4-0. The Irish are 4-0. Three of those wins coming in overtime are the irish for real or are they just lucky 
Mm. Oh, Tony. Which Boyd. one do I have to say? The I, pipes, the pipes. They are a very good team. Uh, they have two good lines. Um, I liked their team. I love their goaltender. If I could pronounce her name, I would. It's like Rithimi, Rithimia, Chihita Hollow. Rithima. It's like Rhythma. Rhythma. It's a good name. Rhythma Cheetah Halu. That's what go. I'm. Go- that's what I'm going with. It's a good. Anyway. That's not good. Well, uh, Cheetah Halu was a very good goaltender again in, in the Eastview game. Mm-hmm. Um, they came back and beat Shockby after down like four nothing or four one, and it ended up being a five four overtime. I think game. they were down four one going into the third and one. They they were down four to one going Woo-hoo. into the third. That's something else. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I think that Rosemount could win. The South Suburban, mm-hmm. um, it's a good league. That's a good league. If you consider you have Lakeville Souths in the league, Eastview's decent, mm-hmm. um, and you have now Shockby showing this in Rosemount, and Apple Valley we know has got one of the best players in the state. Yeah. So to me, that's a good league. Yeah, yeah you're gonna be some good games. Like when when when, when uh, Carter was posting the by conference scores, that conference gets my eyeballs immediately yeah. to check it out. It's a conference where four or five of the top teams will end up with records of eighteen and seven because yeah. the cream beats up on each other. Cream beats up on each other, and they beat up on. I agree. Uh, I don't want to say bottom feeders. That's me. I agree. I agree. Uh, in this game, Rosemount outshot Shockby 33 to 16 and Shockby only had two shots in the third period yeah so I don't know what flipped between second and third period but uh, they got a good staff I, I like the staff the the Rosemont staff I, I literally stood next to their bench half the game and they're very encouraging teaching uh, same can be said for the the Eastview staff that I was over there on Saturday both staffs did a nice job kids worked really hard I think that Eastview's gonna have a hard time uh, putting points on the board. That was my takeaway. Uh, defense, uh, Nora, is it Nora? Nora Stepan. She's, gosh, she shoots the puck. Stop. Wow. She can shoot the puck. But when your best shooter is a defender, that's tricky. Um, Avery Chizik, Chizik. They're, they're the South Suburban version of Benilde St. Mark. She's a good player, yeah. After that, some nice supporting uh, cast. And a, and a good goaltender, uh, Lombardi. Angie Lombardi. Yeah, she's a nice goaltender. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought both goaltenders played well. This wasn't one of those, like, perimeter shots. There was a lot of good yep. scoring opportunities. But, again, Whitney Tuttle is the story in that game. She she probably had, like, five or six goal-scoring opportunities, and she converted on when it when it mattered in overtime. Yeah, the one thing I would say about Rosemount is, yes, they're 4-0, and but there's no way you're going to stay undefeated in overtime games, especially no. if every four games you have three overtime contests. And by the end of the year, if they keep this pace up, they're going to be absolutely worn out yes. by the last couple of weeks of the season. Emotionally, for sure. Yeah, so... Or they'll be confident. I, to me, they seem to be the more confident team in overtime. They had way more chances. They played more freewheeling in overtime. Uh, they were playing to win. That's always nice to see. Because yeah. usually with high school kids, they kind of turtle during overtime. Yep. They get scared. They were definitely playing to win. One of their most confident players, just a freshman, Sophie Strong. <laughs> I wanted to mention her because once you mention confidence, I don't know if I've ever seen a player play with more confidence than Sophie Strangle. She's a good player. Sophie Strangle uh, is coming out of the corner with the puck, and if you disagree, uh, bumps and bruises for you. She put one right on, on Tuttle's first goal right on the tape. Just went down. She did her thing, grinded out in the blender, got the puck, <laughs> fed it in front, bang, Tuttle finished it nicely. In so, the blender. In the blender, just grinded, it, grinded up her opponent and spit her out. It was great. She's That's just what she is. She's just a... You know, her brother Charlie's a, I would call him more of a skill player. And and Sophie's more of a grinder. I mean, just the kind of player you don't want to play against. Fair enough. Our last news and noise subject, Chisago Lakes. The slow start for a Final Four team last year. They did pick up their first win of the season, 5-3. Decent over River, River Lakes team, right? River, in Class A, River Lakes is actually pretty good. I, I know, they're they going to be their later. They might have gone to the section final last year, mm-hmm. if memory serves me correctly. So is this win over River Lakes, does this mean Chisago Lakes is getting this turned around? Or was it just a matter of time before they were going to get away? No, there's just too much talent on that team not to turn around. But I just think 
uh, personnel-wise, Chisago Lakes has way better personnel than River Lakes. Have they turned around? No. But I still think when push comes to shove, um, they're going to have to beat Simley again in a section semifinal because I think that uh, South St. Paul will get the will end up being the number one seed in that section. So they're going to have a really, really tough road to this state tournament this year. Mm-hmm. But hard to bet against Danny Bergen and Danny Brunette and what, you know, DeVries, and they just have too much talent there not to be there in the end. And too much talent. It also looks like they uh, may have a goaltender. They got one. They huh? may have one. Brianna Ritter, uh, 22 saves the sophomore in the win over River Lakes. Once they get the goaltending figured out, I think they'll end up being okay. Or their defensive structure, right? Their defensive structure was probably zero last year. You have a good goaltender and let the Dannys go, right? (laughs) Well, they're going to have to change their defensive structure this year in order to be successful. Maybe a little more off the glass and out instead of home run pass from the goal line to the blue line. Right, All right. They will take on Orono on Saturday. That is going to be... A big time demarcation point. Why is your hand in the air? I have a something before we move on. I to, swear I'm gonna mute you. I swear. I know, but you're gonna like this. You're gonna like this. We talked about Lucy Bond last week, right? Are you you're you're muting me already? Right? No, I muted myself because okay. I had a cough. Okay. Uh, um, yes, we did talk about Lucy Bond. I did a little research on Lucy Bond, and okay. Lucy Bond played for St. Paul United. Yep. So that's the United of this Minnehaha. So we're talking Minnehaha, 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 Minnehaha during our last show, right? Yeah. And then it, I, what, what, what escaped this whole discussion is that the Minnehaha United is also, they're united with St. Paul Academy, right? It was St. Paul Academy. No, visitation is on its own. So this St. Paul Academy thing is Lucy Bonds from St. Paul Academy, which makes it not as surprising when they co-op with Minnehaha that they beat Breck. I'm just not as surprised anymore. Mm. I think Minnehaha United will be a decent hockey team this year. Interesting. Well, St. Paul United had a run. That's my point. They're in the mid 2010s. That's man. my they point. Were a, they were Final Four team three straight years. That's my point. So once I did a little research on who this Lucy Bond was, I went, "Oh, she <laughs> played for St. Paul United." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> now I know why they're good." So it's amazing to them. what the internet can it do. Just you know taught I mean? me quickly who. Who this mini? What this mini? Uh, United is, and we got to go see them. I got to see their uniforms. What do they wear? I'm pretty sure it's the St. Paul United like the had a U. nice little. That's what they used big, to have. It was a big U. That's what they used to have. But what is it now? That's mini Ha. Are we going to be wearing mini Ha jerseys? Is there going to be a Red Hawk? Is there going to be a, what's there going to be there? So th- we got to go check it out. That's on my to do list. I'll put it. I'll put it into my palm on my to do list. Moving on. My Palm Pilots. You don't have a Palm Pilot? Next topic. You don't have a Palm Pilot? This Hockey Front Runners. <laughs> this Hockey Front Runners. We each picked three. Do you want to go, uh, I give one, then you give one? Yeah, or you give but all three? why don't we first say what our criteria for this is? We have, you, there's two different uh, field, uh, uh, schools, of, schools thought. of thought. Thank you. On picking a Miss Hockey or Mr. Hockey finalist. Do you hand it out? Like, our award every year is very distinct. It's the high school player of the year. Mm-hmm. It's who had the best season that year. And if it's a freshman, we almost gave it to Uma a couple years ago. Came very close. Very close. One game away from giving it to Uma, and she was a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. Did we care? We don't care. And and if Uma's not good the next year, you don't win it every year. You have to earn it every year. High school player of the year. Miss Hockey is somewhat of a lifetime achievement. You already mentioned Vivian Jungles. I think mm-hmm. she's the front runner to win it based on her achievements coming into this year, right? And this season. And this season. So when we talk about our these list of six, oh, you're raising your hand now, Peter. I in am the back because Go I'm going to leave our listeners on a cliffhanger. You are because before you reveal your first choice, I'm going to tell you about our sponsor. Do it. The Red and Black Love League. It. Love Rapidly it. Rapidly expanding league for both boys and girls. They have probably a half dozen. Uh, they've got Red and Black South, Red and Black North, Red and Black West, East. That's in the They're boys. The girls place. just started last this past fall. Well, it won't be long before they have them everywhere. And they will have them everywhere. It's a great league. The reason it's so good is it's shinny. Uh, and I hate to use that word. It, it just basically, it's, it's games with statistics. So you're going to go to the game. You're going to play your game. If you get three goals and assist, 
Those stats will be on the website later on. Um, you're going to have a good experience. You clump yourself. So I, I always tell the story of the Sartell Jefferson story. My son played in the league with a bunch of blue helmets. That he's, was great. He's out in the. He's uh, actually here right now. He's yeah, in the he's main working. room of the office. You making some him? money. Um, but you clump, right? You clump together. You, you you play with some friends from whatever team. You make new friends. You play some good hockey. You stay in the game. It's great if you're in a multi-sport. If you're a multi-sport athlete, it's great if you're just doing some training, uh, whether it's with OS or MAP or wherever, and now you get a chance to go out and, and show off what you've learned and what you're training towards. And fun fact, the Red and Black League is the only girls' high school fall league that tracks statistics. Wow, it's amazing how that Isn't works. Isn't that incredible? Check them out, redandblackleagues.com. Shout out, Red and Black League. All right, now fire away with your first choice for your Miss Well, we runner. talked about her just a minute ago, Whitney Tuttle. I mean, she's they've three game-winning goals in overtime. I mean, hello, knock on wood. She is a lock right now. Uh, to get one of my votes for Miss Hockey this year. All right, I'll take a Tuttle, and I will raise you a Sloan Matthews. Yeah. From YZ, Sloan she's Matthews. Solid. She's got it all. She's the leading scorer for the Trojans this year. Look at these notes. Oh Seven goals and 13 points. Her career numbers are now at 90 career goals, 169 career points. Definitely in the hunt for a career 200-point campaign. Yeah. Mountain, climbing the top. I don't know. Committed to Ohio State. Got a text last night from Robin Cook, who knows his hockey. Played at Bemidji State. Played uh, juniors in Canada. Yeah. He's a and he was doing the PA eye. for the... For He's the, doing PA for Benil, yeah. and he texted me, and he said, and I quote, holy hell, Sloan Matthews can play hockey. And I yeah. thought, yes. Yes, I, she can. Y- y- my first uh, time I saw Sloan Matthews, she was playing in the Big Pumpkin in Moorhead for the boys' YZ team. And dominating? She was not afraid, let's put it that way. <laughs> she was not afraid. She did really well. That's uh, half the battle when girls play with the boys. Yeah. All right. Why don't you hit us with your second choice? My second choice. We've talked about her a little bit already. Danny Bergen. Uh, Danny was recently named to the U18 uh, national team to play mm-hmm. in U18 Worlds. This is old hat for Danny yes, Bergen. She, she played won in a gold it, medal. She played in it two years ago. Didn't play in it last year because of COVID. Yep. Um, and I think she's just had her 200th point. This is a little bit more of a lifetime achievement because you've rattled off her statistics or team <laughs> statistics not being so hot. But I think the, if there's a lock for Miss Hockey, we talked about Vivian Jungles. I think uh, one of her, Vivian's biggest competitors, is going to be Danny Bergen. That's fair, especially if it's body of work. I don't know yes. if you just said that. I just wasn't listening. Yes, if it is body of work, the, their bodies of work are really close. Really, really She's close. She's got the Team USA jersey. She's got a gold medal. She's going to go to one of the best women's programs in the country, Minnesota Duluth. Yep. She's got it all. Yep. Uh, I'm going to throw one at you. Megan Goudreau, Centennial oh, Spring like this Lake one. Park, 26 goals last year during a COVID-shortened season. She's a Minnesota State commit. She leads the Cougars. Are they the Cougars or like the Cougar Panthers or the Canthers or something. I have no idea. Okay, so and, they didn't do a combo and name. And Megan Goudreau's committed, huh? Minnesota I did not State. know that. That's because you don't know anything. Wow. You don't know anything. I'm I like being I like getting this news. <laughs> You're gonna try to confirm that now on the internet, aren't you? I can I, see your little your little I hope I'm wrong. I hope she is committed there. That's fantastic because I think she's a great player. Fantastic player. player. Definitely a uh, shoot first, ask questions yeah. later type of gal. Uh, I don't see her committed. <laughs> She's not committed. <laughs> oh, Peter's little f- mouth got going faster than his feet. So You're looking that up, aren't st- you? Of course I'm looking it up. All right. Well, good luck in, with you. Good in, luck with that. In the meantime, uh, 26 goals last year, as I already said. She's on pace for 35-plus goals this year. You throw in a couple of games where the score can get out of hand in the Northwest Suburban Conference, you're looking at a possible 40-goal scorer. 40? Uh, 40. Uh, that's that's elevate. That's it's, a little it's lofty. Possible. That's lofty. It's possible. That's lofty. What do you, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's possible. I think 30. I think 30 is very possible. I think she could hit forty. Uh, uh, let's get her. Rec- let's get her committed to Mankato State, <laughs> Minnesota State, Mankato first. I'm working, we'll on I'm working on it. I'm working on it. 
All right, you want me to go while you're working on it? Yeah. Because I could talk for hours yeah, about I know this you young can. lady. Uh, Emma Peschel, um, you saw her play last Friday night. I did. You came home on the ride home or the when you got home, we uh, literally, I think, 90% of the discussion was how good Emma Peschel is. Oh, my gosh. Um, and, and we saw it last year. Um, I saw those guys play twice last year, and I was like, wow, she might be the best player on the ice. And I saw her play against Edina. Hmm. So uh, special player. Uh, I got to meet her last year as part of our player of the year. She was one of our player of the year finalists. Um, I think – out of five for her first few games, she's definitely making a case for being a player of the year again this year. Mm-hmm. And literally, a lot of this player of the year stuff, just so everyone, the listeners, let's not get too wrapped up in it. It's usually the best player on the best team. And that's oh, that's an it's e- just, that's easy it's, criteria, it's easiest credit. So, unless you lift your team to incredible heights beyond our eye popping belief, uh, we that's usually how it comes out to Emma. Emma Connor makes and Peyton Hemp were dead heat last year. Emma Connor blocks a shot with 14 seconds left in the game. They win state. Emma Connor wins the award. That's that easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, we don't pick the awards. The players usually win the awards. Don't you agree with that? They yeah. they pick themselves. They do it themselves. I mean, there are some factors that we certainly mix into our thought yeah. process, but it, the players do it with their play. It's kind of like when we exactly that's when what we I'm put together about. an all tournament team for a youth tournament, and somebody says, "Well, why is this kid on the team?" Um, because it's one of the top five leading scorers in the tournament, and, and team one. And you know what? Leading scorers are usually pretty gosh darn effective during the game. Yeah, and and and, and do we agree that Peyton Hemp should have been Miss Hockey? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No disagreement there whatsoever. Yeah, I can't win them all. No. And I lost this one because Megan Gaudreau is not committed. Can you say you're sorry? I'm sorry. <laughs> I've never been more sorry. But I was so excited I, when you did, said that. Where did I get that she was I don't know. State I don't know. I was so excited when you said that. I was like, oh, she is. Wow. I, I missed well, that. I'm the commitment guy. I, I I get these commitments. Well, get on this Minnesota State. I agree. Other schools in the state. I agree. Because by the... I'll say this, by the end of her senior year, which is this year, she is going to have a lot of schools knocking at her door. So I agree. if somebody wants to get in the boat, get in get the boat. Get it now. I agree. All right, you got one more to go. I do. I got Isla Ricecamp. I have a Class A player. Isla is on How pace. How spell Isla? I was writing it up in the board. Is it I-Y-L-A? Okay, all right. Yep. I spelled it wrong, so <laughs> I got an I L Y A. That doesn't look right either. Ilya. I'm wrong. I don't think she's Russian. No. Uh, Sacred Heart commit. She, by the end of this season, she will be Orono's, um, I'd say, leading scorer. All time leading She won't be the all time leading goal scorer. She'll be all time in points score. and assists. How about penalty minutes? Not penalty minutes. She seems pretty good at staying <laughs> out of the box. Uh, but she will. I wanted that stat. That'd be a good stat. She like, will end up uh, breaking a couple of school records. And if Orono continues playing the way they do and end up as one of the last two teams standing, I think that Isla would be an interesting candidate to make the um, the top ten or the top five. I think she's going to make top ten. I think she it's should close. as well, but nothing is ever no, certain the, with that eight, award. Nine and ten, eight, nine, and ten are weird. Yeah, it's unfortunately, eight, nine, and ten is just kind of a, a revolving door where you can stick right. a name on there that's deserving. Right, right. But, and a lot of it's, again, you know – Lifetime achievement type of thing. Yeah, and trying to get representatives from different parts of the state and what have you. Are we ready to do some picks? Yes. we got to thank our, some we got to thank one of our sponsors, the Minnesotan. We are wearing our fancy quarter zips uh, produced by Corey Roberts at the Minnesotan. Thanks to him for all of his work getting us outfitted for the season. I'm, Navy blue I'm, jackets, I'm light blue right jackets. Now, I could shoot a 125 at the country club and be the best looking guy out there Yeah, but in this quarter it, zip. No one plays golf at that poor level at a country club. They just don't. So you're saying I got to go to the public? You got to go to public course. It's incredibly classist of you. No, I'm, I'm not. Elitist. I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm saying the people that generally put their money down to play at a country club, they they play the golf game pretty well. There's no way it's more expensive than a public course. Public courses are so expensive. No, they're not. That's cheap. What? That's cheap. So my point is, if you if you if you've invested enough in your game, you want to go play at a nice course at a country club, right? So you've yeah. already kind of gotten good at the game, right? Does that make sense? 
fine. I so guess you that quarter zip you're wearing would look really nice at a public course. In too. this in this quarter zip, I might as well just be the best looking cat at the you mini are, golf course. You are the mini you're golf very course. good looking cat. I, I, I would rather try admit. to I'd rather try to hit a ball past a windmill than a sand trap. Okay, all right, all right. do that. I'm glad we did. I'm glad. We glad we broke that. down yeah. golf there. Yeah. Fight you after this. All right, uh, Orono Lakes. Who you got? Speaking of country clubs and public courses, right? Yes, hello. (laughs) Welcome to the Smith's Bay Yacht Club. Oh, exactly. If your boat does not have a name, please dock it at the public marina. That's right. (laughs) All right, which lake are you going with? Huh? Oh, you gonna go Lake Minnetonka? You gonna go? I'm gonna go Lake. Is Chisago a lake? Is there a lake called? I don't think there is. No, Chisago Lake. Like, high... a... Chisago Lakes High School is in a town called Lindstrom, Minnesota. Yeah, I know. I knew that. I knew that. Is but... there? I think there's a Chisago. There's lake. Chisago City, and then there's Lindstrom, and there's probably some other towns that go around it. But is there a lake called Chisago Lakes? I don't think there's. Like, it's kind of like an area. You it know doesn't... what I mean? Kind of like Pequot Lake. Chisago Lake is a lake in Chisago, oh, Minnesota, in the United Sweet. States. Northern Pike, so Lauer, which, Largemouth Bass, Crappie Perch, Walleye, and Which Hanfish. lake are you going to pick? Are you going to take Lake Minnetonka or are you going to take Chisago Lake? I am so tempted to take Chisago Lake. But and I'm going to take, take Lake Minnetonka. You are. You're going to go Minnetonka. Country Club. I'm going to take Orono. You're going Country Club. I'm going to take Which Orono. Country Club uh, out in the Orono area, you're gonna go Woodhill. You're gonna go Wyzetta, Burl Oaks. Which one are you? Do you even know any of these courses? Nah, do I look like somebody? Who goes to a country club? <laughs> are you, are you Windsong Farm? There you go. Um, which one? Fairy Fairy Lake Marina Golf Extravagant. No, I don't know. I'm mean, I'm just gonna take Orono. You Why take do you Orno? know all the country clubs I out there? Just like golf. I'm sorry. I like the golf. You know how many times you told me you were dirt poor growing up? <laughs> growing up, I was. Is this you just now I've hit the on middle all those class. kids who mocked you as a child? No, no, no. I'm going to I'm gonna take uh, Lake Minnetonka as well in this game. Yeah, Orno. Right. Right. I just think they're the best team, and they got so many bad memories. PTSD yeah. from last year's section final. When, when I interviewed Sean Fish for the preseason story, I asked him about that game, and he gave me a look. <laughs> he, he gave me, like, he don't gave me a say look. It. Just don't say it. He gave me right? a look. Uh, Holy Family and Edina. I think that fire in the belly is good, though. You know, for, their, for the team? For the team. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's good. So. Oh, absolutely. All right. Holy Fam and Edina. At Edina. On my birthday. So if you see me at this game, you'll know what my birthday present was. He's and turning that is, 38. I want to go watch Holy Family, Randy Keppel, try to take down the dragon in uh, Edina. I mean, that's just, that's slaying a dragon there on their home ice. I think that uh, I think Edina's going to win that game. Okay. And if you see me there, say happy birthday. You know, I'm going to take Holy Family in this one. Really? Yeah, I'm going to throw some salt on my steak here. I'm going to take Holy Family. Because you mentioned Randy Keppel, and I think he's going to have his girls absolutely jacked, jacked. up for yes. this game, especially on enemy ice. Yeah. I don't know how good of an atmosphere the Victoria Ice Arena is. Hey, speaking of that, um, there was a game last night, uh, Holy Family and Chaska Chan. Okay. And I have a converted girls high school hockey fan as a result of going to that game. And he said the atmosphere was unbelievable. Each student section had over a hundred fans in there. It gets really loud in there because there's not a lot of bleacher space. Yeah. Oh, at so Chaskachan. At, yeah. At okay. Victoria. It was, it was at home. It was at Victoria. Victoria. The community center. Yeah. Oh. The little rink with the track going around the top of it? Yeah. He says it was jumping last night. Really? Yeah, says, yeah, and he, guess what else he said? He says this Caitlin Roberts has got a huge hockey IQ. Oh, yeah. Penn State has a great player. I'm like, yeah, she's a stud. Stud. Uh, Rogers and Alexandria. Who's Rogers? Are they any good? They're okay. Took, right. They took uh, Diner to overtime last night. Don't know if you knew mm. that. Say you're sorry again. I know. I'm not. Um... I like Alexandria's goaltender. Okay. Uh, she was our goalie of the year last year. Uh, O'Kane. Jordan O'Kane. Thank you. You're um, and, but I'm going to have to go. I'm going Rogers on You're this gonna one. You're going to go Rogers? Okay. I'm going to go Rogers. I'm just going to put the gooch right on him. 
Well, I'm going to take Alexandria. Just because, right? I'm going to take Alexandria. Well, I think they're a little bit better than their record belies. One and two, only three games in, but right. still under 500. Who has uh, Alex played? You going to look that up for me? I don't know who they've played. I have, that, that, their scores have not jumped out at me. Buffering. Oh, you're getting a little buffer there? Buffering. They beat Moorhead. Okay, not surprised. And then they lost their first two games, 5-3 to three to St. Cloud, Icebreakers, and 4-2 to two to Mound West Tonka. Ooh. Yeah, two not-so-great lot. And these are all home games, by the way. That's why I got Rodgers. That's why I got Rodgers. I'm enough. going Rodgers on this one. Are you serious? Seven of their first eight games are at home. At home? It's a great place to play. It's a beautiful rink. I guess. A cool rink. One of the best in the state. Too many, too many advertisements. Runestone. Runestone. Oh, advertisements are great if they're presented properly. <laughs> All right. Rounding <laughs> rounding out the uh, pickums this week. Fergus Falls and River Lakes could be the battle for the Central Lakes Conference mm-hmm. crown. Uh, I... I'm going River Lakes. I can't. I said this before the show. I don't cheat and look up stuff online like you do. That's not cheating. I can't name one player on Fergus Falls. I know they've done okay, but uh, River Lakes has got some good players. They're a section finalist. Uh, I think this is – I'm going River Lakes on this one. I am also going to go River Lakes on this (laughs) one. They have the Roskies, Kiana, and uh, Cadence. Cadence, even though Cadence's last name is misspelled on the girls' hockey hub. It's they are sisters. Other than that. Uh, so we're both going to take River Lakes, and mm-hmm. I can name one player on Fergus Falls. It's Let's do it. leading scorer, Piper Andrews. Oh, she has 11 That's points. right. I can now name a player. I know Piper Andrews. Congratulations. So Otters and Stars, that'll round out our pickums for this week. You got anything else? I got nothing else. Got nothing? Pretty sure we have to go over to Big right now and start getting set up. Getting ready for Turney. Friggin' Gobbler. We're there. All we're right. There. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between, Thank you for tuning in. We hope you have a fantastic holiday. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, that's okay, too. Just enjoy the day off. And it was a great show. It was a solid show. I would give, I would give us a B-, minus, which is coincidentally what I got most of my academic life. So a B- minus for us and A-plus for all of you out there. Once again, thank you to our sponsor, the Red and Black League. Tony is pointing out the window. What are you pointing out the window for? Pointing at you. you pointing at me. got that right. All you right. A for sponsor. Right Thanks there. again to our sponsor, Red and Black Leagues. We will talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool